red flags, we're not like Welcome back to the current episode of Callie Bricklick. I have no idea what it is because I've been gone for the last three episodes, but I'm really excited to be back. Thank you to Brick Hive, Josh Build Stuff, and Holly on film for uh, for substituting. I hope they were uh, more entertaining than I could have ever been. I was on my honeymoon, so uh, yes, it was a lot of fun. Thank you for asking, all of you. Um <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we are here today with Cheesy Studios. I've been so excited for this episode. Uh, I love your videos. Uh, like, not necessarily like because of like Minecraft and stuff like that, because I know that's like a huge part of it. But I think they're beautifully edited. I think like the mocks are awesome. I love like the cadence of them. Anyway, um, we can like fangirl in a little bit. But how are you doing? And thank you for coming on today. Well, thank you. I'm flattered. I'm glad you're enjoying what I'm doing over there. Um, I'm doing great today. Thank you guys for having me. This is super fun. I love doing things like this. And I have dabbled. I've been listening to a few podcasts from some of my favorite YouTubers, and I love what you're doing over here. Give, giving some behind the scenes on uh, what uh, us Lego nerds do. I think that's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I mean, a lot, not a lot of people get to see who we are as creators outside of what we project ourselves. So it's a, yeah. it's a fun little behind. So I, I, I like that people are acknowledging that. But right quick, who are you? Who am I? Like, what, what a question. Um, I think Lego does define who I am. And I mean, that's probably what a lot of you want to hear. You know, Lego has been such a big part of my life and has defined so many of the key moments in my life and what I do. Um, but if you want some just straight up basic facts, I'm a 24 year old um, living out here in Minnesota, uh, living the dream. Uh, got my gecko here behind me. I know this is a podcast, but for our viewers on YouTube, she's in there somewhere. Um, but Lego's always been a part of my life. Uh, started probably with Duplo around the age of three. And, you know, the rest is history. You know, I had some other toys when I was a kid, but nothing quite clicked, if you will, like Lego. Nice. Thank you. Uh, and I, I remember some of my earliest themes were like Knight's Kingdom, the Prisoner of Azkaban, Harry Potter sets. Uh, just missed out on adventures, which is really sad. Uh, but Fantasy Era Castle, some great stuff back in the day, Dino Attack. Um, and that really defined myself as a lover of castles, particularly. Um, and that's a lot of what I do even today when I have some time. I know there's uh, at least one other castle lover here, like Falcon Knights or some crazy stuff like that. Um, possibly. Possibly. Maybe we'll get into that later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, and since then, like, uh, never had a Dark Ages. Uh, and instead found myself on Lego Masters at one point. But now I really go in hard on the, the YouTube side of things. And that's kind of what I've been doing for the past two years. And it's been an absolute riot, uh, having a lot of fun doing it. And um, actually finding a surprising amount of success there, which has been really um, just the icing on the cake. Um, and even though I've been doing it for two years and it can be a grind from, from time to time, uh, I still love it. And I've been able to meet some really cool people in that space too. So yeah, that's, that's the, the quick. <laughs> that was, that was a really good, that yeah, that was a really good synopsis. Yeah. I think, um, I'm excited to like dive into the content and how you go about it and how you structure and your membership structure, because I think that's really interesting and unique and, 
in terms of the Lego space for like 10 years, I think it was like kind of the same thing over and over again, you know, and people sitting in front of the camera and doing the same thing. And there's tons of people now that are kind of breaking, you know, the supposed glass ceiling, metaphorical glass ceiling and in so many different ways. And I, I definitely feels like you're at the forefront of that as well, you know, and it, it feels like your, your videos are genuine to you. It's not like a forced reiteration of what somebody else is doing. Um, and then I really like the way that, that, that you've, you're interacting with, with your memberships. And do you want to like, maybe like tell us a little bit about it, how you like pace your videos and how you've kind of structured that? Because I think it's a, such a simple thing, but it's kind of revolutionary in a, in a way. It's like, you know, kind of understanding how your schedule works. Yeah, totally. Um, I think to start this part of it, this really began during my time on Lego Masters. Mm -hmm. um, I had always had an interest in videography. Uh, it's what I went to college for. And it was my senior year of college when I found myself on the set of Lego Masters. Um, and, you know, as I was going further and further along in the show, I'm like, okay, I'm not getting cut, you know, like my, I am going to become, I guess, a household Lego name, right? And so I remember sitting down specifically with Steven Erickson, one of the winners from our season, uh, spoilers, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> season two, get over it. Uh, but Ask anyway, he uh, was talking to me. He's like, what's next? You know, I've always wanted to write a book. And so Steven was like, I'm going to make a book about some of the mocks I've done and I'm going to get it published and it's going to be awesome. I'm going to sell it at Atlanta Brickco and online. It's going to be great. And he, he went and did that thing. And so I was like, what, what can I do? What's going to be the next step? Is Lego Masters where I peak? Is that like the, the climax of my Lego journey? Or is there something to follow up? Um, and I thought about like, why not combine these two worlds that I love so much, Lego and the YouTube side of things? And so I sat down with my professors who somehow didn't fail me after I skipped two months of classes to film this show. And... <laughs> Guy's name is Kurt. I know he's not going to watch this, so I can say whatever. But he did tell me, like, this is what you should do for your capstone. And, like, that was, like, crazy. Like, put together a graphics package and a plan for what you want your Lego online presence to be. And it gave me that perfect excuse, that safe environment to, like, and the resources, I guess, too, mm -hmm. to pull together something cohesive, something meaningful and something very distinct. So I could hit the ground running when I ended up on YouTube because I was going to have a bit of free time. You know, there's going to be a few months before the show really kicked off and people started actually looking for me, but I had some time to build up that portfolio. And so that's what I spent that time between the end of filming and the airing of the finale. And it, what a, what a learning crazy learning curve youtube has <laughs> like i went to school four years on how to like film and edit and there i'm still learning stuff today every time i post a video you know i screw something up but it becomes mm -hmm. that awesome learning experience where you're like hey let's not do that next time or i can improve this for next time and it's all very interesting and I, i've been doing this for two years now like weekly videos and i'm still learning which is it's really it's an ever-evolving industry of course yeah. um it, both on the lego side and the production side of things which is very interesting um but there's a few things that i wanted to and you this is getting to your question finally <laughs> but um the the audience was a really important part because i realized i'd have people primarily at least from the start coming for Lego masters. So started 
scheduling content to coincide with the release of Lego Masters episodes. Because obviously I'm under yeah. NDAs, blah, blah, blah. And that's what started the whole idea of scheduling. And what's so great about scheduling and why I've stuck to it so long is that it gives you that accountability. Uh, the calendar is God, you know, in this house for the YouTube channel. Like when the video is marked on the calendar, that's the day it goes up. It needs to be done by then. It can be done early, of course, and that's where the channel memberships kind of come in. Uh, but you need to keep uploading content like it. It don't stop um, because I found in those few months before Lego Masters started airing, like if I skipped like a week, there, there's a drop off in viewers. That's just kind of how the algorithm works, you know, like right. it demands that sort of stuff from you. And I found like holding yourself accountable through a schedule really helped with that. And I was able to meet, uh, find a really unique audience. Uh, the, the Lego masters crowd was who came first primarily from Instagram. Um, because there was, there's the Lego masters YouTube channel and that's about all you got. And so to give people a peek behind the curtain about what was actually happening on set, I think was really fascinating to a lot of people. And I pulled in other castmates had these interviews and that gave me a great foundation to build what eventually became its own thing cheesy studios which has very little to anything to do with lego masters now um and it, it's just so interesting to see how that's evolved um yeah. and now it's a now it's a minecraft channel i guess well <laughs> yeah, yes and no i would say i think it would be like naive to to you know ignore that but i think there's something to say of the, the fact that you let go of the the lego masters aspect of it you know you like this was my past this was an experience mm -hmm. that i had this was the foundation really my university and this teacher that pushed me is the true foundation or whatever but I think a, a mistake that a lot of Lego masters have made that we've seen is that they can't let go and move on to their next project. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, and it's completely understandable because that was such a life changing experience for so many people. And it was so fun. And it's like kind of holding on to this thing that existed. Right. And then when you do get that instant gratification of having an audience, you respond to that. And mm -hmm. I think, I think what I find so fascinating about your, membership schedule so basically like just for those who don't know he uploads a video and if you're a member you get to see it about a week early right that's kind of a good Typically, so yeah yeah, yeah that's like one of the benefits and you have one of the richest membership groups i've seen for, so for, for lego and it's that is when it comes to content creation memberships is such a great thing because it's essentially guaranteed a little bit of income yep. every single month and granted people stop and they or they join and they you know every, but it's it's kind of a guarantee a little bit so there's there's strength in that and i think it's so fascinating because so much of social media is like posting something and then immediately after seeing how many likes comments whatever it is that you get the instant engagement all that stuff there's this instant gratification and it kind of creates this type of psychosis and relationship that you have with the content that you create but because you're you're forcing yourself to do that a week earlier and it's such a simple thing but it really separates from just the immediate gratification i think i mean it's at least it seems like it from someone from the outside it's you are setting your own schedule as a content creator not just you all of us whoever's like uploading you can create a video and upload it a week later upload it a month later you don't actually have to upload it the night you know you stay up until three o'clock in the morning you don't have to upload it at 8 a.m but so many people feel like they should because it's kind of this deadline yeah. And it's like, and so it's such a simple thing to do. And I think it's a really, um, 
I think it's a way to separate kind of the emotional aspect and and be able to like view the analytical side of of YouTube, which is where a lot of the success comes in. So it's it's really I think that's what I've observed from the outside, and I don't know if that was intentional or you know it was kind of all schedule driven, and maybe this was like kind of a, a, a sidebar asset to it. But it's it's really fascinating, and it's. I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of there's a lot to kind of dive into there as to why that's so such a good thing to do. So anyway. Yeah, I, I think you bring up a great point with that. And I will say, like when I first opened memberships, mm-hmm. that was the hardest thing is like you're gonna just you have to wait because <laughs> you have to sit yeah. on this video because at this point I have like a significant amount of members. I can get a decent, I can get that dopamine hit when I do a members only release. But when I started, it was like, you're going to get two views on that video for a week. And um, I'm in a discord with a bunch of um, similarly sized YouTube channels about Lego, but also um, 3d modeling. And, and I've told them like, guys, you got to try this member thing. There's, there's a lot here. And they're like, I could not bring myself, to sit on a video for that long because there's always that temptation. You put, you pour in hours of work into that thing and then just, you gotta let it sit there. You gotta wait. Um, that That's hard, uh, but it doesn't even phase me at this point. It's something I don't even think about, like that you just, you just push Which it to members. Which is so good. It's so good. I, what's, I think what's really interesting about it, it kind of demolishes this notion that I think a lot of people had where like the first two days of your video are the most important. And we've seen that not be the case for so long. Like there's so many videos that even like Sans has had and I have had that have popped off weeks later. And it has nothing to do with those like first 48 hours. I think that's kind of like an an illusion that people have convinced themselves because I think that's the hesitation. They're like, oh, well, if I upload it a little bit early for, let's say, members, is YouTube going to consider that? Do you know what I mean? Like the starting point. And obviously that is completely irrelevant for you. Like some of your biggest videos, did you upload those a week early for your members? The Minecraft series is literally a month in advance. Because like the the whole deal with Minecraft series is members are always one episode ahead. So I I drop a new members video on the same day I drop public episode from last time, and it has no effect on performance. Those are obviously my best performing videos, and that was definitely a thing I felt though when I started right. out the members thing. Like, is this gonna like totally flop now? <laughs> yeah. Because like, are, have people even seen the thumbnails of members only thing? Are they not going to click it the second? You know, like, there's all these things that go through your head, but it really isn't a big deal. Um, and I think to your point too, I think that's the importance of creating like evergreen content as opposed to like trying to survive on a news based channel. And like mm-hmm. I do some news stuff, especially through LAN. Uh, when I like, for instance, the Rivendell reveal was something like too good, like y- you got to talk about it or set reveals in general, um, especially when it comes to like. Uh, Obviously, we want we got June first releases coming up right here around the corner, and so it's tempting to talk about those things. But eventually, you got to realize that video. There's going to come a point when no one's going to care at all about that video. Um, that's why it's so important to find these topics that are a little more timeless. Uh, whether that be the vintage stuff or just building uh, a mock, you know, even to some extent, I would say reviews are more timeless than like news yeah nothing is as fleeting as that i was gonna ask you so i i did recently watch your video on the new city essentially version of ninjago city that they released you know which that huge set which i'm so excited about 
and it's so fun seeing city do well again but city, um, oh, man it's it's a great summer for city yeah and i also find that like the more people get into mock building not necessarily whatever people enjoy city more like kind of like the basic theme ends up being appreciated anyway it's, that's a sidebar conversation but I was wondering, like, what do you do with your members with those videos? That was obviously, like, created for land. It was – there was a an embargo date on it. Did you just wait a week? Did you just, like, forego the embargo? Did you forego the, like, hype of it? Or do you just upload it? And, th- and then – it, you know what I mean? Like, how does how does that work for your structure? Yeah, um, land definitely throws a wrench in things uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to like, um, I, I can't do early releases with land. Right. I, um, so those, especially big releases, we're talking like Ninjago City Gardens or yeah. Lego City Downtown that just goes public for everyone at once. Um, but there's, I've still got a lot of other city sets to review. Mm-hmm. And so because the embargo's passed, I can upload whenever. I probably will schedule those out Mm -hmm. in the future but as soon as they're done members will get access to them um so like it's a difficult balance to do too because i don't want to tick off land like i'm making of course you shouldn't and i don't want to make uh my regular subscribers upset too like why is this like this brand new early product being blocked to us and like so it definitely depends on like what the set is Yeah. yeah Because I think like, the audience would understand though with the land stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like the I if I was your member, I would say I I would want, and this is like me being greedy. <laughs> wow. it's, I wouldn't say like I would want to see it early. I wouldn't want to see it early. I wouldn't want you to get in trouble, but I would still want it, like I still wouldn't want the massive public to get it a week later. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And For so sure. so you as the creator are taking the hit of it being like, you know not being a searchable or whatever, you know, the, the hype going down mm-hmm. from it. And so basically you're like, let's say you're a week late to like upload the Rivendell leak, which that also sucks for you. But anyway, that, so I, yeah, it's kind of hard. It's definitely a hard medium. I'm curious, like, has anyone has, have any of like your members like reached out? I don't think they would, by the way, because it seems like the tone that you've created and like, kind of like the style and the environment that you've created yeah. doesn't, feel like it's like people feel like they owe you they're just like i am a member because i want to support this guy not because i want to get these videos early but because i really like what he's doing and that's like what it feels like do you know what i mean totally and that's a great point about like the audience not only you attract but the audience you cultivate right Mm -hmm. because like depending on how you act you're gonna draw a certain type of person and i i try to draw a certain type of person by the way i act mm-hmm. and obviously there's trolls and whatever no Always, matter where yeah. you go mm-hmm. and you just you just shadow ban them and life moves on <laughs> <laughs> but um i that's what's been so great about the memberships if people are coming there if they are paying for like something it's to get those minecraft videos early they don't care about literally anything else like they could get there are people who I I would say maybe 30 to 50% of my members watch no other videos but the Minecraft episodes. Like I have a members-only Discord, and I have like really dedicated fans in that Discord who are members who say they have never seen another video of mine outside of the Minecraft. <laughs> They're just That's... in that Discord for me to like drop like behind the scenes of the Minecraft. That's it. And it's That's so crazy. funny. Um, and so to that end, like if I don't upload xyz product review early couldn't care less and that's great that's great that is awesome yeah uh because like the the members community 
like you said, like they are like they're either like they just care about that Minecraft stuff or they are just there to support what I do. And that's really awesome. It's a great community. Yeah. Um, and it's been fun because like it's hard when you have like 100,000 subscribers, you lose an element of, you know, that personal touch. You mm -hmm. can't know everybody in the comment section, no, but no having, you know, the members, it, it's much easier to know some of those people by name, you know, and have a more personal relationship with them. And um, not only is that good, I guess, on a business side of things for just retention, but it's it's good for the soul, I guess, too, because you get so much out of those relationships. I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of my members in person when they come to Chicago in June. And that's just really cool because they've helped really keep the channel alive because cheesy studios is a money burning machine cheesy studios does not exist to like roll in the cash it's so i can like buy more lego right that's like that's it it's so i could buy vintage sets to do revisiting videos on like that's that's what cheesy studios exists to do it's not for, right, for right now i now. I, yeah. I have a feeling that won't be the case for much longer potentially so, yeah and like there's yeah. always that option like i could be a little more frugal on like what i buy or don't buy i could make it work but that's not it's not what I'm interested in right now. You know, it's like, it's so yeah. much fun to not have the burden of needing to make a certain amount of money. Yeah. Know? It just, it feels like this is, you know, your channel right now is hot. Like stay on that kind of path. Right. And you know what I mean? Like keep doing what you're enjoying. Don't like, you know, put barriers on it. Maybe if anything, like grow it as much as you can, you know? And I think, I think your biggest issue is going to be like getting sick and tired of doing Minecraft and then like, and transitioning to something else, you know, mm -hmm. that I don't, I don't know what you would do at that point. Castle. Sure. <laughs> I think I would love that. I would absolutely love that. But how, what do you, there is gold in Minecraft and there's yeah. a, and it is a smart thing to do. And it's kind of like, you know, there's like these, there's these hot, there's like you probably say there's like five really hot things in the Lego space that like someone can touch on and it's almost like a guaranteed viewership right it's mm -hmm. Star Wars City <laughs> Minecraft it used to be Ninjago it's not really the case anymore and then there's like the top kind of like 10 videos and then there's like yeah. news and so like you can kind of like do something of it and then a couple of them like Minecraft is probably the only one are in top 10s if they're done properly are the only ones that can get millions of views or hundreds mm -hmm. of thousands of views and you're in a different ballpark at that point. And it's just like, how do you switch out of it if you ever want to? Should you ever do you do another channel? Do you and then you transition people over to that? Like, I don't know. I'm curious. How, what have you have you thought about that at all? Like what's like in the next two years or six months or whatever? And like, to be honest, like, I'm very much take this a day at a time. Like, yeah, obviously, I schedule my <laughs> videos out a little bit, um, but I have enough minecraft content to keep me going for a very long time like i have like the finished dimensions of the world and everything but there's still like double the amount of episodes there's so know? much you can do with it yeah. that's why it's so infinite um sans is very good friends with or we are all really good friends with someone who's really just starting out their channel and has done really well with minecraft and other stuff as well and he's got a list you know, a mile long because of just the flexibility of it's quite literally like anything in this entire world where you can make whatever you want essentially is satisfied by it, which is kind of fascinating, totally. you know, yeah. which which is pretty cool. Um, we don't there's nothing else really quite like it that's associated to Lego. So it's pretty cool. No, it's it's been great. And I mean, it draws in, you know, that that other audience that isn't 
always just pure lego fans it's there you're it drawing is. and just because you think of have you seen the clay videos right of people making the or the magnet minecraft builds it's that same group who just likes watching things get put together um and it, it's just really interesting and what's great about minecraft 2 is obviously the game is still in development it's always changing there's always something new coming and so like there's never going to be a shortage of things to add because they'll have a new update and then you can build stuff from that update and so that's a great source of inspiration and consistent content too something i totally stumbled on by accident you know i i've always loved minecraft it was my game that i went to after lego universe hopefully hopefully someone knows what lego (laughs) universe is uh shut down my friends like you should play minecraft i'm like no it sounds stupid look at the graphics and here i am that's that's all i do now and it's uh it's a it's a good time and it's i still love that too uh and like it sounds so stupid but i nothing gets me quite as excited about lego as like the minecraft set reveals because i'm always like what new mobs have they made and it makes me feel like a kid again uh of course that's just the great part of lego and being involved in this this hobby is there's always a way to feel like that that's super (laughs) i mean that's a telltale sign that you're not getting sick of minecraft anytime (laughs) not not yet no like um i think the only thing that's hard is just uh recording it because i love Mm -hmm. building it i i love building i even love editing those videos but like interrupting the build process to get I hate the camera it. angles i hate it kind of sucks i hate like, it so much yeah that's why i need to like hire somebody and just like record me for like you know i could throw a module together in like four hours it doesn't take long it's just that moving the camera around that really makes it like make that process take could, a few days you could just either you could i mean maybe just get a couple like you could get like a, a what's it called like a thing hanging from your ceiling where you just like have a couple cameras at different angles yeah, that, or whatever rather than hiring somebody and so it's automatically yeah. like like that would be the ideal scenario right because totally. yeah that's anyway. cool let's just invest in more equipment i mean he's gonna hire i somebody. love you gear might as, might as well <laughs> my gear yeah you'll pay itself off eventually yeah there you go so as someone who doesn't consume a lot of Minecraft content, because I don't, the only time I do is when, I'll, in general, is when people create these crazy-looking things in like videos, and I just watch them. And I'm just intrigued. But as a definition and like a description of what the game is, can you define it? Ooh, it's a good question. So Minecraft is a sandbox game, which basically means that you can do anything you want. Obviously, there, there's there's blocks. It's all block based. So there's a, that Lego tie in right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're you spawn into an infinite world and there's a few there's an infinite number of ways to play the game. You can do survival mode where you fight off monsters and stuff or there's creative mode where you can literally just build anything it's like having an infinite amount of Lego bricks. But of course, you're locked into the very specific cuboid shapes that Minecraft has to offer. Um, however, it's definitely easier to build in Minecraft than in Lego. Uh, the simplicity lends itself to that very well compared to Lego's relative complexity these days, especially with, I don't know, 100 new elements being added to the portfolio every day. That That's Minecraft. It's, it's whatever you want it to be. And I think that's the joy of it and that's why it has attracted so many people because it is not one thing it is it is anything you want it to be and it can be enjoyed so many different ways yeah i think that's the best way i can put it like (laughs) you can't put that game in a box Uh, no 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 you can't no but when you look at a lego minecraft set it's very block and it reminds (laughs) me of og lego yeah how it was back in the day yeah so before we get into that segue you do stuff for minecraft 
I do. Um, so I work for a multiplayer network called Hypixel, and Hypixel is the last remaining large Java edition server. Hypixel was started, oh, back in 2013, I suppose. We just celebrated our 10th anniversary uh, mm. in April. Nice. And so I've been working for the company for nine years. So I've been there pretty much since the beginning. And my role in the company is, you're never going to believe this, I build stuff for them. <laughs> and uh, it's like the dream job. Calling it a job is a bit of a stretch. I, I build stuff in Minecraft like 40 hours a week. And it is, it's awesome. It's really awesome. You name it, I've built it. I mean, castles, creatures, landscapes. It's, you there's a lot of variety. right now. Like you're doing, all you're doing is being creative 24 seven. <laughs> it's, I, I'm so happy with where I'm at right now. I really don't, I, it's a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but it's rewarding work. It's enjoyable. It's great too because I choose my hours for both jobs, right? So if I get sick of Minecraft, just hop over to Lego to, for a while and you can flop back and forth between them. It works really well, especially with the flexibility that's needed uh, for even just like covering land topics or like, you know, sometimes I'll be sitting here and 11 sets will show up from Lego. And I'm like, oh, I guess I need to start building and film some reviews. And just having that flexibility is great. Um, but they also have, have feed each other just because I'm constantly in Minecraft. I have the Minecraft series on YouTube. Uh, it ends up working out pretty well. Pretty well. I cannot complain. Does like building, because obviously you're, you're, having to build and create stuff for your day job and then for your hobby slash actual other job uh you are also doing the same thing is building regular lego just kind of numbing and kind of satisfying for you at this point because you're always thinking of new ways to create as opposed to just replicating an instruction yeah i i i mentioned this earlier with minecraft being so easy to build in i think that often becomes the genesis of so many ideas uh because you can kind of kind of plan things out in minecraft first and with my job i get the opportunity to dabble in so many different themes and ideas i often find myself building something that i started in minecraft in, in lego form and that's it's really cool to have that go back and forth too because sometimes i'll build like lego sets and something maybe i picked up at the store or land sent me i'm like could I build this in Minecraft? Would this be a fun fit for Hypixel? Um, if there's anyone out there familiar with Hypixel, you'll find Lego sets in some of the maps. Uh, <laughs> I, one example I can think of specifically is the original roller coaster, the red, blue, white one that is in a Hypixel map somewhere. Like that, that set, you know, <laughs> recreated in Minecraft. It's fantastic. And, and I work with a lot of Lego fans too. I, I think I'm part of that problem. Got them re-addicted after their dark ages. <laughs> uh, and so going to work, we talk about Lego. And then after work, we go build Lego. It's really fun. What I was getting at was more so like, do you ever need a creative break? Oh, that's <laughs> here. I am talking about like, yeah, never a break um, there. I think even now is a good time to talk about that because uh, June set review season is a lot. It's mm -hmm. a lot, maybe not creative work but it is like i i just released a some some rather ridiculous reviews uh there's a cake review i did where i tried to eat the the cake they sent me and that, <laughs> that was a lot of fun and maybe that's just the insanity setting in um mm. but also i told my wife like i kind of just want to sort you know can i just sort like it's just some mind numbing still yeah. like 
you know, useful task that needs to be done, but like just sort and watch Better Call Saul for a bit. And that's what <laughs> I did tonight before coming on. And it was, hey. it was wonderful. But yeah, there, there are moments, uh, but there's enough variety in what I do, both on YouTube and in Minecraft, that I feel like creative burnout is not something that happens very frequently. It has happened before. And sometimes you just got to step away and I can't, I can't even remember what I did last time. Uh, it might've just been sort honestly. And you know, eventually that, that love for it does come back and Mm -hmm. it usually doesn't take long. Um, that's the value of having that scheduled, like ready to go content that you've been sitting on. You know, you, if, if you're far enough ahead, you just let the schedule do its thing and you can get back up ahead later. Um, so <laughs> I'm in a position where I actually can take breaks, especially with Brickworld coming up. You know, I have yeah. enough videos to go out a month. Yeah, so that, that's what I was like, just kind of questioning to see if, you know, if anyone that puts a lot on their shoulders, eventually they're going to get tired. It, it's something that happens to everyone. Everyone's human. And for someone who's a creator like you and both day job, YouTube job, and, you know, for your pretty much daily life, like, you know, your mind needs to, it's going to wear. So I was just curious to see if that has a burnout has ever occurred and or what do you do to kind of combat that to prevent it from happening like often? The, there's definitely because there was, um, I don't know if it was about a year ago. There was there was one point where I remember, especially on just um, interestingly enough, not so much the YouTube side of things, but the Minecraft side of things. Um, it's a job I've had for nine years. As awesome as it sounds, there is sometimes there are levels of bureaucracy to go through and there are there's paperwork to be done. There's like spreadsheets to fill out. There are not fun sides of what I do in Minecraft. And I definitely found myself probably about I think it was about a year ago where I was like, I I can't I can't do this anymore. Like I'm I'm feeling creatively drained and that does drag over into the Lego side of things too. And the, the lifestyle choices that I've made to prevent that from happening are actually kind of simple. Like getting like eight, nine hours of sleep a night will do absolute wonders for you. And I, I feel like an old man. My bedtime, you know, is strictly 10 o'clock. And Ooh. like I my my eyes are like drying out if I stay up any later. And it's it's so funny. But if you get that amount of sleep, you're gonna feel ready to go in the morning, ready to go at these things. And that that made a huge difference. Because in college, I was not getting that amount of sleep. No one does in college, I suppose. But mm-hmm. once I figured that out, like, I don't know if I just slept real good one night. I was like, wow, I should do this more often. <laughs> uh, it, it, that works a lot. But like, um, I know I don't look like it, but I try to get outside every once in a while. I do bike <laughs> rides. <laughs> Maybe I think Walk. it's too late at night is what my problem is. Uh, but like, yeah, like You're avoiding uh, sun damage. It's all good. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> it's Don't all very intentional. Don't want to be peeling on camera. Um, but like my wife and I live in a beautiful neighborhood here, this bike trail, and I just take that to the grocery store by myself, come back up the hill. It's a, it's it's intense, but it's good for me. Um, and it's a good way to get some energy out because believe it or not, sitting around building Lego and then editing for like five hours a day after playing Minecraft all day long. Uh, it's a lot of sitting on your butt and <laughs> yes. it's, it's good to get up every once in a while. But those are, those are the two things that I like, lit- like go outside and sleep works wonders really does for preventing that fatigue from setting in. you know, just refreshing yourself every once in a while and uh, taking time to appreciate the simple things like that you know just it just embracing like where i am right now not stressing too much about like 
the flop of the video last week or the thing that needs to happen next week, just mm-hmm. taking it a day at a time, doing the best I can, but like accepting that sometimes stuff doesn't happen the way you want it to. Um, you can't be too strict on yourself because at the end of the day, we're Lego content creators. Did you know how ridiculous <laughs> that is? That's like, that's super ridiculous. And like, it was like what we were talking about earlier. As soon as we start taking ourselves too seriously, we we've lost it. Yeah. You know, yeah, true. So like that. that's that's kind of the motto I live by. In the in the realm of content creation, then do you think like giving yourself a break by not doing mocks or Minecraft videos, like doing uh, your history videos with older Lego sets and themes? Do you think that's a, a good break from having to think so much? Whereas you're just doing research and putting things together B-roll wise, and you know pulling out old Lego sets and just kind of looking at it that way. Is that a little bit of a break? I think <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. I think like uh, burnout sometimes manifests itself in just like bricklink ordering because <laughs> <laughs> that's a different way to enjoy the hobby i suppose uh so i'm sure you've been there uh but <laughs> so it does happen i sometimes you just get a kick on a different side of the content you do that's what i love about doing a variety of content um because you you bring up a good point because like when i'm fe- not feeling doing minecraft or set reviews I definitely fall back to the revisiting, you know, cause that's a revisiting of my childhood. There's, there's only good that comes from there. And then you get that bricklink ordering fix out of you too. Yeah. And it gets you all hyped up or whatever. I do oh. have a, I, I have a question though about the variety in content and like your choice to do that. And it feels like it's almost, please don't take offense to this, but like, it does feel like, the land side of things is hurting you more. Like, because you're doing the reviews, like those are probably, unless it's like some super hype set, you know, it doesn't get the same views as like your mocks and your Minecraft stuff, or even like your kind of history deep dives. Those have their own kind of thing. So I know that like being in land and getting, you know, all these sets or whatever is a privilege, but it's almost like doing the reviews doesn't, it's, there's not a huge benefit. So I'm curious, like, yeah. how, how do you view that? It's a really interesting point because like this is I'm still in my first year mm-hmm. uh, in the land and it's been a very positive experience mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. Like, I mean, the people who run the program are great. I know people who have even interviewed with you guys before uh, have very mixed opinions on what the land is and what it does. And I totally get it. Personally, um, I decided to go give it a try. Uh, because my values on the channel obviously align pretty closely with Legos, right? It's, it's positive. It's right. I'm going to interrupt you only, only because I want to make sure that my question is clear. I am not questioning why you joined land. No, no, no. It is literally your set reviews get less views than your other videos. Sorry. Yeah. And so, because I completely understand why someone does and doesn't like land. I'm with you. I think it's like, I think it's a great thing for a lot of people. And I think it's a bad thing for some you know yeah and uh, don't worry I, i'm getting there I, okay, I, yeah, good. I okay good keep there. going keep going keep but, going yeah. so like as this is just my first year i think i'm learning a lot especially this like summer review season i, I learned like what i should and shouldn't be doing um because one thing that um I, don't, I probably shouldn't mention too many name people by name here but the people in charge um basically say like you have the option to say no you don't want this set but when someone offers you free That's impossible, Lego, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're like, and so uh, I think specifically, 
if someone's from the land is watching this, whatever, you know. Uh, but there's definitely some sets I should have said no to this time around. Namely, the city sets. I should not have accepted those uh, just because the city sets. I mean, I've, uh, the, the downtown set did great on the channel and that's, that's mm -hmm. fine. But mm -hmm. city was the thing I did when I was 10. And it's not, it's not what my audience was looking for. Um, it's not what I wanted to do necessarily. And that's where it gets a little iffy. Uh, and I think I need to do a better job of filtering how I use the land. If that makes sense, because it does. there, it does. there, there have been huge advantages yeah. to it. Um, I don't know. For, I always dreamed of becoming like the go-to Harry Potter reviewer, and mm -hmm. like that's probably Holly's department, and I should <laughs> stop trying. But I always accept the the Harry Potter sets for the land. But also, I am just a minifigure collector, and mm -hmm. so like that's kind of just a nice way to get the minifigures. Um, and like all the Harry Potter reviews I did, like kind of flopped and like. Okay. And even like, like you mentioned too, like the big sets, like markets, they're being sent out to a lot bigger people than me. They're being sent out to a lot of people. And it's just interesting to see like after all that gets spread around, like there's like 20,000 views for each of us on these huge set reviews that take, you know, not only eight hours to build, but eight hours to record and edit. You know, mm -hmm. that's a lot of man hours into what probably ends up being like $50 in ad revenue. Yeah. And like, mm -hmm. like my time could have been better spent elsewhere. And so that's definitely something I'm navigating right now. I um, have um, I have a question for you, though, because yeah. I, I don't think it's as simple as like just like saying no to those sets. And I think I think you as a mock builder have this like innate ability that a lot of other people don't. And it's almost like instead of doing a review could you have done something different? Could you have taken all of the city sets, the whole wave that you got, done one big video and mocked how you incorporated all of them together? Yeah, that is a good point. Um, and I I did, <laughs> and like, this comes back to that stupid- It's a lot thing. of work. It's a lot of yeah. work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> but yeah. it might not be as much work as individually reviewing 11 sets. I don't think so, right. yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's what it comes down to. And so- I experimented and you might just have to go watch this stupid cake video I did because they sent me <laughs> it's lit, it's lit, it's a $15 set called birthday cake and no idea why they sent it to me. It's an in-store exclusive sort of thing and like has nothing to do with anything. And of course, like it's free Lego. So I accepted it. And so this tiny little <laughs> cake. It did, it did pretty well though. It looks yeah. like it got like 24,000 views. I For, think your, I think your thumbnail, the is, thumbnail is the, the thumbnail is so good. Yeah. And oh, yeah. like, that's what I got to like look into doing more of like taking that set review and just turning it on its head, you know, like doing something <laughs> absolutely absurd because Lego doesn't care. They're going to see 24,000 views on the cake video that they cost them nothing mm -hmm. to send. And they're going to be like, that's great publicity. Mm -hmm. And it's inspiring, hopefully not people to eat Lego, but hopefully to enjoy <laughs> Lego, if that makes sense. Um, and so like you bring up a good point. Like what if I could just like rip open a bunch of city sets, dump them all together and just see like what I can make with the new parts. Um, because uh, that's something interesting. Look at, into two. I, I did a video uh, to jumble some of those cities that's together. Mm -hmm. I did mm -hmm. a look at the animals, for instance. I saw that. Um, I do a lot with parts lore. I love parts. And so, like, that could very much just be a thing, you know, like, let's look at the new parts that are coming out this season and see what we can build with them. Almost like what New Elementary does, but yeah. on YouTube. But you and can, that's, that's a great you, point. 
you can do that in such a mega hit video. It's like as yeah. long as it's packaged the right way, because right. there's something that is aligning with a parts specific video and a mock channel. Like you are yeah. fundamentally a mock channel because that's like what does well. Right. And so totally. um, I think it's kind of like leaning into that and, but it's hard though, the making building mocks are exhausting. And like you said, getting all the angles and like constantly like, you know, whatever. I mean, like I love it and I get, you know, I, I've done three videos, four videos of like doing mocks and I've gotten more satisfaction out of those like four videos than the hundred others I did yeah. before. You know what I mean? And so like, I, I think there's like value there. You know what I mean? And, and like, if you had like, let's say there's like, I don't know, there's like six or eight videos between the Harry Potter and those like cities. That's kind of like all those, the two big land deliveries that you got, I would assume. Mm -hmm. And so instead of doing those six videos, could you have done two or one or something like that? And like, what would that have looked like? I don't know. I'm just thinking kind of outside oh, the box. I, that's I don't a think, great idea. Because it's like, you're like a, le you're a Lego lover. And if I was in your situation, I wouldn't be like, no, I don't want that. I would yeah. say, I would want to say yes to all of them. But then I would also not want to... I don't think you're shooting yourself in the foot, but it definitely is delaying. I would I would say it's probably delaying the growth of your channel over the long term totally. it, in terms of the delivery system that you have. And and th this is me as someone who doesn't know you and but who only wants the best because any any anybody doing well in Lego is better for the whole community. And, you know, I just think you work so hard and you are really good at what you do. It would just be it would be great to see it skyrocket. And then you could be like net zero with cheesy studios and maybe a little bit more yeah. of a differential. Yeah. So no, that would be good. I really appreciate you saying that. Yeah. That's, got, that's already got me thinking about some things um, like is cheesy studios just going to be another generic review channel? You know, I look at it now and like, no, that's mm -hmm. that's not what I want. That's not what I started out to be. Like, yeah, it's fun to do every once in a while. I'll get the new big thing, but I'm not a city reviews channel. No. I I probably I probably even shouldn't be a Harry Potter reviews channel. Um, I think there's there's so much more potential, so much more rewarding stuff to do because like at the end of the day, reviews are the biggest time killer ever. Because mm -hmm. you build the set, review the set, the angles, the editing, it's each video, it's like eight hours, you know, uh, for an average size set. It's and like you mentioned too, I'm looking at my calendar off here to the <laughs> left, and I had my revisiting Exoforce scheduled right, you know, in these past mm -hmm. two weeks, and it just got bumped back a month into like after Brickworld just to like make room for all these reviews. And that's like people want to see Exoforce far more than me mm -hmm. review i think on the floor i have the four plus uh construction set <laughs> like, no one wants to see that you know but yeah, i accepted it so i gotta set. do something with it. you gotta do something whether it's a community post an instagram yeah. a tiktok whatever it is you gotta do something for sure and you gotta send back that form and i'm sure you'll do something really cool but i got a plan know. it's gonna be yeah. funny again like it would probably be would have been better if i didn't take it at all or so it's it's just interesting. So yeah, definitely got me got me thinking mm -hmm. about what I can I, do in the future. I foresee like the review thing by land members evolving to something different within a year, only because a lot of you guys are, or at least the ones I've been doing for a minute, are don't like doing reviews, and like you wouldn't be doing a review to a against a channel that you already know is going to do way better. Like, what's the point? Like, like, I know. like can we just let Tiago do all the reviews? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Let like, Tiago be all the reviewers. 
So it's gonna it's gonna force you all to be like, okay, so what are we gonna do with this? I don't. And you guys already mentioned it perfectly. Like it's it's hurting my channel. It does me no benefit aside from just obtaining free Lego. How else can I better use the product that's been given to me? And eventually, you're gonna figure out ways to be creative with it. Because one of the things that, as Claire mentioned, like doing a video with the whole set city sets all together, it kind of brings it back to the originality of like the behind the box of what OG Lego sets were mm -hmm. when you had to figure out other ways to, or what other things you can do yeah. with the set aside from like the features that it, it comes with and or creating something different, which is the original idea of Lego anyways, right? Is to totally something totally off of what you don't have to build this, you can build whatever you want. So um, yet to see a lot of this happening for land members who get these sets to be able to do like, I'm waiting for that one person who gets the Batcave and not build the Batcave. Yeah, you know what I mean? like yeah, something else, build something mean? totally different. And I think <laughs> if that were to release on the day of embargo, embargo. <laughs> of not the back cave, which a lot of people criticize, right? <laughs> totally. So. Did but, it hold on? Did it you know I mean? Boone didn't Boone do something pretty similar with the Coliseum? He was like, Cool, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, he built castle. the castle. Yeah, he built and the it castle. Was, uh, it was pretty short after, like, mm -hmm. I think he did that. And I think it's, and that did really, really well for him, if I remember correctly. Look, I think I would view it as this because I think it does when, when these sets are coming to your house, you tend to lose the fact that it's like pretty cool that you're getting these sets early. I mean, you get excited and you're like, and then you're like, crap, I have to do this review yeah. or whatever. <laughs> but I think that's so narrow minded. I really do mm -hmm. think so. It's like, I think I would, I would do like a complete mind shift and be like, I'm getting these, all these pieces and your pieces dork. And so am I. And I would be like, so excited to just like dive right in and see what the newest and greatest thing in and just like, kind of see it as like, this is your creative driver and not like how, and also how do those sets like incorporate into in your vision? Like, like for example, you know, how there's like some, a bunch of the sets that have come out recently have like rock raiders references or even like an exo force reference or even whatever. Like I know like, mm -hmm. you know, or a bionicle oh, reference. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can take, you can take those, you can incorporate those into like a little element of like a specific, maybe deep dive video that you're going to do. You can do a TikTok or a reel or whatever being like, did you know that this city set was actually recreated 12, 25 other times in this, or this part in this specific mm -hmm. city set that just came out has been in these 25 other colors. I think that, I don't know if you enjoy that content, but I feel like there's like so many cool ways that you could like do stuff. I don't know. I just like, there's I other think, opportunities that you yeah. can use it for aside yeah, from yeah. viewing reviews. Like, yeah, yeah. the short form content thing is a, a perfect example. Like if you don't want to dive deep, heavily deep into a YouTube video for a piece and what mm -hmm. else you can do with it, you can go onto Instagram, TikTok. I don't know if you want to use shorts, but like, you know, those two platforms to be able to showcase that and use it on your report when you have to let Lego know how well it did. You're yeah. fulfilling your job with what they expect you to do. And then you don't have to create or flood your channel with, June mm -hmm. tributes. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I don't know. Anyway, we don't need to keep yeah. like dying on that. But no. I just I think it's just an interesting thing to like think about these sets that are given to you in like a different mindset because totally. it's like, yeah, and it's it's just so cool seeing um what people can do do with Let me build a spaceship out of all these Harry Potter sets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like why not? I mean, like I think it's so important to like, do I want to inspire the next generation of set builders or do I want to inspire like the next generation of Lego masters, you know, mock builders, yeah. the people I'm going to be proud to display next to at Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um That's and like deep. showing them the next whatever to display on their shelf. Like this is what all the easter eggs are, you know, that especially when there's five other people who will do it 
at least as well as I do, you know, that, mm-hmm. that, this is all great food for thought. I appreciate this. This is this has been a real like learning experience that I did not expect to get from this podcast tonight. <laughs> oh my god, we're so good at like giving out ideas and having like you know like good content creation conversation. Are we good at applying it to ourselves? Absolutely not. But are we good at talking about You're it? Still helping. <laughs> yeah, see, it comes with having to talk to everybody. That helps. Yeah, I, to, yeah. you see a little bit yeah. of everything. I imagine. Mm-hmm. All the mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a difference. It's always easy to see something from like the outside in, especially if you're like not emotionally tied to the person. You know what I mean? You end up like kind of seeing (laughs) it in a really like critical way. And it's like, I think it ends up being kind of neat. Like, like for me, like my, my drive to like join your memberships was like, this guy's doing a cool thing. I want to support it. This is the way to support it. You know what I mean? Also, mm-hmm. but I don't have that. I'll be totally frank. I don't have that drive. Yeah. I, with like the re- the reviews. I love the style. I love like the, I felt, I, you know, I felt that with the, um, the city, the city one, the big city, um, mm-hmm. whatever, ta- whatever. Downtown. Whatever, downtown. Yeah. 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 yeah because yeah. I don't know, maybe it was like my excitement for that set or whatever it was, but it's, it's cool. It, I don't know. Anyway, you're doing great. Don't I, just, I just enjoy that your your content's consumable. <laughs> yeah, digest it very easily. It's visually appealing without having so much flash or any flash at all, and it's it's very like concise and to the point, which is which is great. So, um, I think you're doing a great job. Yeah, I think we had another topic to kind of go over, but I think that's a a rabbit hole that we won't get ourselves out of unless we spend that might be dangerous. Yeah, so I I think we should ask you to come back just for this. That could be (laughs) Um, a later date. So, um, (laughs) we just we can skip all the uh get to know you parts and just go dive head deep right into it. Um, yeah, those part two episodes, yeah, part two episodes are great. But before that, do you have any goals or anything you want to plug, say, share? Uh, just uh, my goal, survive, review. See- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're, we're almost there. Um, but hey, come down to Brickworld Chicago. That's that's hey. all I want to say. Hey. It's going to be a party. It always is. And I, you know, it just gets better every year. If you are within 10 hours driving distance, you have no excuse not to go. None whatsoever so <laughs> 10 hours is pretty heavy though <laughs> it's <laughs> worth it i'm not it's worth it uh i don't what i'm gonna end i'm probably gonna be eight and a half eight and a half drive so oh yeah i i took a drive down there no well i went to because i was in world war brick last year right before chicago so with brick mania and then i drove down um... to uh, uh milwaukee because i i had to see the harley museum there's no way i'm this close to it and not <laughs> drop by the neck of harley and then i drove down and that was only like like nine hours total so i mean like yeah if i guess 10 hours yep. is not you did bad. it anybody can do it well i hope we get to i think we like maybe talked a tiny bit at brick world last year i'm not sure there was a lot of people hanging out but i hope here. i hope we get uh, an opportunity to hang out this year Likewise. um we are mm-hmm. more than a 10 hour drive so we're taking we're this flying newfangled thing called a plane but we're Whoa. coming <laughs> i'm traveling with a mock on yeah. a plane yeah i'm not stupid so i'm not bringing any of my mocks <laughs> um slash my mocks can't I, like i move i like move something from like here to like that shelf like from one to the and it just falls apart so can you bring yeah. one just bring one no nope. put it right next to mine just nope, a little I'm, something no mine looks they look good all together it's like and That's then fair. people That's people fair. walk nice by them fair. and they're like what is that and they're like oh i've seen that before and then they're like wait a second why is that so much smaller i thought i was just far away 
Look, yeah. I've seen those in person, and I thought those are amazing. And I feel they are like amazing. everyone else, they should be shared with the world. They will be at one point. <laughs> Who doesn't want next a 16 year? by 16 module? Right. Yeah, though she'll have like at least 10 more by next year. Goals. Fingers I crossed. Think, I think more than that. But yes, yes, we'll see. Anyway, fingers crossed. We all have we all have goals. But anyway, thank you for joining us. It was great meeting you. And um, on that note, shall we roll that music? Bye, everyone. Peace. See ya. Great job. It was good. Nice. Well, all that was just saved Hawk Clary. <laughs> that came out of three weeks of not talking.